program your program chat with toy and uh, i want to thank everyone that has been listening and you know sharing it to your friend and listening to my podcast on anchor and on spotify and even on apple podcast i want you to know that i appreciate you so much I really, really appreciate you and I'm grateful for all you've been doing to keep this program going. Don't forget, this program is for the youth, is for the teenagers out there. I want to check on you. I want to feel what you are feeling. I want to feel why you are feeling what you are feeling. And I want you to know that uh, very soon we are going to do a giveaway. Yes, I mean it. You heard me very well. We are doing a giveaway and details will follow soon. Keep listening. And right now we are over 200 on Anchor. And when we read 300 on Anchor, 300 listeners on Anchor, we are going to do a giveaway. So just keep in touch and be on the lookout and you know about it. And I hope you are going to win something. Okay, fingers crossed. Now, please tell a friend to tell a friend to tell someone. Now, on chat with Toyi this evening, I have a lady with me, a young lady. I think I've known her now since she was uh, about, I think, six years thereabout. I have known her. We were in the same church, and I remember this day I went to their house. I didn't meet her mom, and she opened the fridge offering me so much food oh will you eat this will you drink this will you have this so hospitable very caring she's a first child she's uh, the first of four children she's going to tell us a bit about herself you know very soon and so this evening irish time i'm so happy to let you know that for the sake of my charities i traveled from ireland on the technology all the way to the United Kingdom. And today I have with me Esther Tosin Olujito. Tosin, you are welcome to the program. Chat with Thank you. Good. Nice to have you. Um, nice to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm sure you've had, you've, you've listened to chat with Toyin. You are one of the fans. Anyway, you are one of my chatties. Yeah? Yes. Yes. <laughs> How are we doing? How do you think we are doing? <laughs> Very well. All right. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to have you. Uh, Tosin, uh, like you know, this program is for teenagers and young adults. Yeah. And um, is to encourage, to empower, and to educate. And uh, I want to ask you certain things um, that we actually help our audience. I know that um, you went to school in Ireland and then you decided to go to the United Kingdom for your college education. Yes. And I just want to ask you, what can you tell us what you are doing? And uh, maybe there is a bit of comparison that you can see between Ireland and UK just to let us know. Thank you. Um, so, like Mommy said, my name is Tosin. Um, I am a student nurse. I'm currently in my final year um, here in the UK. Um, so just waiting to graduate and then um, I have a job 
once, wow. once we're done. Yeah, God is Congratulations. Good. Thank you. <laughs> That's good. It's not just to go to school, but even having a job. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Good, good, good. So yeah. you're a student nurse. Good. Yeah. And um, I am aware that you were living with your mom and your dad all, all the years and you decided to go to UK. Will you yeah. be able to tell us, uh, you know, to me and the charities, how it feels living home? Before you left home, what were you looking forward to? And then we go to when you went and when you got to UK, how you felt without your parents. But, you know, looking forward to when you are living with your siblings, being the first child, what, what, what will you really want to say to us about being the first child I know enormous responsibility, but just tell us. <laughs> um, <laughs> without a doubt, being the firstborn comes with a lot of responsibility, um, mm. a lot to shoulder, a lot of expectations. Um, so, yeah, leaving, I suppose, leaving the comfort of home, li- leaving Ireland, leaving um, what I'd grown up to, to know was difficult, but I was overly excited <laughs> when I think <laughs> way back then to have mm-hmm. that bit of freedom to be away from responsibility <laughs> um, <laughs> to not have I don't know to just have me to worry about rather than my um, younger siblings um, but not everything is as I thought it would be I obviously <laughs> I miss them to some extent um, mm-hmm. I've been homesick in um, I suppose over over the three years that I've been here but we visit we go back and forth um to see each other um and then I suppose my role has sort of changed as well so as firstborn I'm still there to guide and support my siblings but not being there physically um makes things different in the sense that I'm not always the one they can they, they feel they can come to maybe because I'm busy or um, my immediate younger sister is there instead to talk to you so I suppose it makes me feel left out in a way even from all the responsibility that I'm free from I somehow <laughs> miss being the one they can talk to you <laughs> wow that wow. Day, yeah. mm, wow that's good that's good well that's very interesting even though you feel enormous responsibility but then leaving them they are no more coming to you you still miss them and yeah. that's about family and now uh, moving forward, is there any time that when you go to UK, like you said, you feel, you know, you miss your family, obviously, mm-hmm. but is there any time that when you go to the UK, you are like, oh, how do I navigate here? I think I need my mom or I need my dad or a bit of advice. What do I do in this case? And uh, maybe you have that opportunity to say, okay, I need to call my mom on the phone to ask one or two questions or Maybe life was just happening for you. You don't even need anybody. You are okay to navigate. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I have I have a lot of, I, I would say, eggbones or older people that I consider my older older siblings that um, helped me when I came here that also live in the UK. So I, I suppose, again, being the older sibling, I would try my best not to come to my parents with everything, knowing that they have my younger siblings to worry about. So when I needed help with transportation was a whole different thing because Ireland was completely different. Everybody relied on cars getting around, whereas 
here you have to learn bus schedules train times you need to know when to be moving um so i had um help from i suppose local people people local to the united kingdom when it came to financial things i had to ask my parents because i wasn't working initially my first year um i was still staying with my dad in my first year my, when my dad um was in london so i i somehow had comfort from from there knowing that there was you know always someone to go home to um but then i lived by myself from second year onwards i'm still by myself um wow. <laughs> <laughs> cooking for myself cleaning after myself making sure that you know um th- there's a thing that as you make your bed so you lie on it so you know that mm. the mess that you leave you're the one that's responsible you're going to clean it up um just I- i've learned responsibility in a whole different sense i suppose being on my been on my own mm. um, yeah yeah it has helped to being away but they're still there as a support system to talk to um when I need financial aid um sometimes just you know because I miss them so sometimes mom comes over and dad I, I go over to dad we see each other when we can wow Wow, thank you so much. I like that, that oh, as you make your bed, you come back to lie on it, kind of. So there is nobody being your watchdog now. Yeah. Nobody saying, oh, Tosin, clear that. Tosin, you've not done that. You've not done that. So it's a kind of responsibility on you now to sort yourself out. And um, I, I suppose uh, moving to the UK and going to college wouldn't be the first time of you handling money on your own. But yeah. uh, what do you think about you handling money on your own now? You know, they gave you money and it's like, okay, this is your money for the whole month yeah. and you need to plan yourself. <laughs> and then if you finish it, well, that is it. Like kind of financial discipline. Do you think you have enough training from home or even from books or from school about financial uh, capability and training before you went to college or you were just like, you know, doing it by yourself, a kind of trial and error? What do you think? Um, I think for me, it's very much been trial and error. Um. So initially I wasn't working, so I was very much dependent on um, student grants and then the income that I got from my parents. But now that I am working and I have to be more responsible with my spending, you know, making sure that I'm paying bills and things like that, it has been a challenge, <laughs> especially <laughs> when you know once money comes at the end of the month, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Direct debit, standing orders are going. So yeah, it's been a learning curve for me. Um, I've had to figure out how to manage money, you know, reduce my takeaways, reduce my going out, maybe limit limit myself to two or three times a month, um, just to make ends meet. So I can, but I can honestly say that I wasn't prepared coming. I didn't think that student life would be like that when it came to cost. Hmm. So it, it has hmm. been a challenge. <laughs> But yeah, I'm a lot better now than I was when I started, definitely. Wow. And you are improving by the day. Yeah. Wow. That's that's good. That's good to know. Why I'm asking it, uh, because some of my charities, they are teenagers or people going to college. 
this September mm -hmm. after everything is gone. And some people are excited, like, wow, I'm going to leave home. I'm going to, you know, be on my own. I can do my own thing and things like that. And then I can have my own money. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes they wonder where is mommy's money and daddy's money, money gone especially when they ask their parents for money and they say, we don't have money and they're thinking, what are they paying for? Where is the money gone? Mm -hmm. What would you be your advice or your, or, your, or your tip for such people? Okay. Um, I would say if you are still younger than I am, um, I'm 21, by the way, so if you're still younger, you haven't start, yet started um, uni or college, um, I would say this is a very, very good time, even if it's your pocket money that you get once in a while, to start learning how to manage it. Um, there are people, there are, there are banks um, who offer you, um, you know, a way to budget your money. Uni as well, they tell you or they give you advice on how to um, budget, whether you get student finance, how to, how to spend wisely, I suppose. Um, but even you, you would know for yourself, that there are certain things that you can do without. So if you train yourself from <laughs> from a younger age, then mm. it, will, it would help you towards the future. You know, as much as you want to spend, you need to think ahead. So yeah, just, just start now. Train yourself little by little and eventually you will build it up. It will become like second nature to you. You will just know that, no, there are certain things I can't spend money on because you have responsibilities. Um, yeah that's what i would say oh, okay thank you very much and uh, that's just on the financial side yeah i know by the grace of god you are a christian and you are a born again christian and you have uh, given your life to christ and all that yeah. and uh, i know uh sometimes there are challenges to our faith especially in this part of the world mm -hmm. you read some things in the bible and you have some challenges what will you be telling me as a young person that has been the most challenging thing that you have faced even as a single as a christian either in the college in the workplace or in the in the neighborhood or in the country especially when your parents are not there what would you say has been the greatest challenge of of your christian experience mm. uh, that's a that's a good question because i've had quite a few um, but I think to date that my biggest one would be the company that I keep or the company that I've kept. Mm. So when when I initially started um, university, again, being away from the comfort of home, the friends that I've grew, I grew up with, um, I've come to know a lot of people who some some are Christians, some are not Christians, different different lifestyles, different ways of living, and um, I've just I've had to decide what I accept, what what what's the the sort of things that I would accept and the sort of things I I don't accept. And you know nobody is perfect. Through it all, through it through it all, I have compromised um, myself, my faith. You know, in 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 ways that I thought I never would have. Um, in regards to a lot of things, I have I have um friends who think differently than I do in uh, talking about marriage um things like premarital sex 
or going out to clubs, drinking. Is is things things like going out to clubs, drinking? I I actually did test when I started university. I said, you know what? Let me see what it would be like to go to a nightclub. But um, as I grew, I discovered that it wasn't something I wanted to um have as part of my in my life. You know, to develop as a lifestyle. But I have friends that do it a lot. Um smoking so many things that you see that <laughs> I don't know maybe I was too <laughs> sheltered but now that I, mm. I've, I live alone nobody's there to make that decision for me I have to see it and you know decide is this the kind of person that you want to have around you and as much as Christians as as Christians we want to influence those around us we need to be aware that it's very we can very very easily be influenced as well Mm. um so yeah that's been that's probably been my biggest issue and it's something I'm still working on now um and I'm I'm speaking to it's always good to have a a spiritual mentor that you can talk to to advise you someone that you are accountable to you know that you say I've done this and I need your help um apart from having obviously your God who you can talk to about absolutely anything and will forgive you of your sins um, but it's always good to talk to someone who's wiser and and knows more than you do, has experienced more than you do. So I've learned that um, in my in my journey. Good, good. In your journey, yeah. I like that word. In your journey, because actually, when you look at the world and everybody have a story, mm. and we all have our have our journey. And where you are in your own journey might not be where I am in my own journey. And what I'm struggling with might not be what you're struggling with. So I like that word, you know, in your journey. And um, another thing, and thank you for sharing that. Thank you for your honesty that you know what? You are not there. You are trying to get there. And you you will have tried one or two things and like club. Because I, and I like that word you said. You feel you are too, you know, you are, so you are very um too sheltered which was good but now talking to somebody hearing us one of the churches our listeners that will be going to college like i said what will you be your best advice now if they are believers they know the lord or rather they've been going to church with their parents and then they go to college what will you be your advice for such a person Okay. Um, I think I would say what what I would have wanted, um, you know, going to college, I would have liked a firmer foundation in in my faith. Um, I've I've loved God for a long time, and and I'm grateful that I've been able. I I knew Him, um, before in my secondary school years for myself. You know, apart from my family, going to church with my family, when you know God, you have your own personal relationship with God outside of your family. I think that's when you can really start to grow, you know, in spiritual maturity. Um, My advice would be to do things for yourself. Read the Bible for yourself, even even if it's um, a few verses a day. Pray when you can. Um, keep fellowship with God, go to a church, have a church of your own, because obviously being in in um, university, you might have to change um, the church that you go to, which was very, very difficult for me as well. <laughs> and <laughs> even what I'd known, the people that I've loved for so many years who have raised me, 
um to come to another church but um I really really think having your own relationship with God nothing can help you like that can God will lead you. God will guide you better than any other human being can. Um, and it's something that I think we should start earlier rather than rather than later. Um, yeah, and when it, with regards to people that, you know, you mix with, you, you need to have people around you, um, friends. And really, if you don't mix with unbelievers, how can you bring anyone to Christ? But you need to set boundaries for yourself know that there are certain mm. things that you won't compromise on um you know as a child of god certain things are all oh, in this situation would how would god look at me if i would do this thing and always it's a conscious effort so it's not something that you know you you work on once and that's it you have to continually improve yourself you slip up and you pick up mm. you pick yourself up again and you 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 start all over again um, so don't look down on yourself if it's something that you you struggle with now or you continually struggle with it's it, the flesh and the spirit you know they continuously war so I'm, I'm getting biblical here but yeah um, that's good it's something it's it, it very it's something that has um when I read that bible um passage a while ago it's something that hit me because I was I was upset with myself that um I would compromise or I would listen to friends over what I knew was right. So it's very important um, that you know that even though you make mistakes, God is there to forgive you. Pick yourself up and start again. The the strength is in being able to admit that you're weak and allowing yourself um, that moment, you know, to get up and go again. And I think, I think really, that and that is part of the relationship with God. It's part of the fellowship, and I think He will He will help you with that. That's that's what has helped me anyway so far. <laughs> Good. Thank you so much. And you see, one of the things that um, I I I I feel personally that makes people or younger people, the teenagers, the young adults to go into some things is a sense of uh, belonging. Mm. They want to belong. And uh, has it ever happened to you while you are in college away from your parents, wherein, you know know the way you've been brought up and then your friends or people are doing something and you just feel, oh, I know it's not okay, but if I don't do it now, what would they think? So mm-hmm. it's much more of, oh, will I be the odd one out? And what would they think? Would they still be my friends? Since everybody is doing it, maybe my dad or my mom is wrong. Has that been any any of such situation in your life before? Is there anything like that that you want to share with our listeners, please? Um, okay, I'll, I'll share this. Um, I, I didn't think I would, I would talk about this again so soon, but um, recently... Um, I I have a friend who I met at university. He's gay, and um, he's about to marry his partner. And he found out that I sing in my church, so he asked me to sing at their wedding, you know, to attend. And it's something I struggled with a lot in giving my reply, um, because you know he's a friend. He's someone that I've come to know pretty much the entire cohort in in our university is attending the wedding. 
um you know it's been it's, it's been postponed but he still he still asked me um if I would go and to <laughs> to say that it was easy to give him an answer would be a lie and um, mm. where I was at that time you know because I know that for me as a belief homosexuality is a sin I cannot stand for what God doesn't stand for um but back then as much as I knew that I was the fear of how would people how would people look at me if mm. I said to this guy you know this is what I feel I'm sorry but I can't do this as nice as as nice a person as he is I was like I just can't do this you know what mm. would people think of me um, I would lose this friend and truth be told I don't think it always happens like this, but when I actually sat him down to explain my position to him, he was a lot more understanding than I thought he would be. Um, he, I think, of being he also grew up in a Christian background, so he wasn't he wasn't um, new to the fact that people wouldn't wouldn't be accepting um, of his union as as he expected them to be. Um, his parents had issues with it and just you know saying that to him that's bits of truth let him open mm. to me about his fears um, his his childhood his Christian upbringing and we were able to break down and talk about our relationship our friendship more than I thought ever possible and we're still friends till now even though I've said to him you know this is something that I don't think can happen but in in that mm-hmm. I was I was very very eager to say yes you know just to please people to keep the peace mm. and I think mm. that in our in our walk with God in our in this life we will we will come into a lot of situations like that where um our faith is really tested that you're you're like are you going to do this because what you're doing you're doing it as much as you're doing it because um you know for God you're a Christian you do it for mm. yourself. Are you being true to yourself if we do so if we do certain things? Mm. Um but yeah, my advice would be just as as hard as it is, as difficult as it may feel in that moment, or the fear you may feel, um, repercussions of um the consequences of what man can do or say to you can never be as bad as disappointing God. So wow. I think really, really think about it. If it's something that you feel a decision you feel can make on your own, again, speak to someone older than you who has um wow. who has more experience. Mm. Um let them guide you. But wow. ultimately I think, yeah, make the decision that you know God will be happy with. Wow. Thank you so much. Tosi, <laughs> it's so wonderful talking to you. I really appreciate you because of our time. Um, we need to kind of bring it to a close. Okay. But the the the, the minutes just seem. I just feel like talking to you and talking and talking. And I want to uh, appreciate you for coming on the program. I know it's very tight for you now because you are one of our heroes. <laughs> you are the nurses that is keeping the people for us in the hospital. And I want you to know that we are praying for you all. Mm-hmm. And you said so much about setting boundaries, having a mentor 
big sister that you can always call upon and confide in, which which I think is very, very necessary because sometimes getting through to our parents, we might feel, oh, you know, this panic and especially if the relationship is not there or maybe they too, they are going through their own moods and mm-hmm. all that. And you said um, God is always ready to accept us even when we are weak and we should accept ourselves that we are weak and God is ready to take us. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. And like I said, uh, it's such a pleasure for you coming on the program. And then to my chatties at home, that is Esther Tosin Olujiton, all the way from the United Kingdom. And if you don't mind, we have a system on the program wherein people pray um, when they come. Do you want to just say uh, a word of prayer for younger people? maybe your age or even younger than you uh, that are going through one thing or the other at this time and people going to college, please. Okay. Over to you, Tosi. Excellent. Um, in Jesus' name. Amen. I pray for, I use myself as a point of contact. I pray for all those starting university, starting college, for all those in the university and all those that are graduating. I know that this period um, with coronavirus as well is quite worrying, but I ask that God will give you a peace that man cannot give in the name of Jesus. Amen. That you will not be um, distracted in your studies. Amen. That, you know, as as someone, as one who believes in God, who follows Christ, that God will make you prosperous in all that you do in the name of Jesus. Amen. I ask that he will guide you, he will lead you when it comes to your walk with him, the decisions that you make, when it comes to um, the friendships, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to your studies, I pray that all of that, you will prosper in it in Jesus' name. Amen. You will excel. You will be the best among your peers in the name of Jesus. Amen. I ask that God, he who made us our creator, he will continue to keep us. He will continue to mold us in the name of Jesus. Amen. We will not have any regrets. And the choices that we make in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Once again, on behalf of my charities, thank you so much. And over to you, my charities. Thank you for listening. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Please tell a friend to tell a friend to tell someone. Until I come your way again, thank you so much for listening. And remember, Jesus is Lord. Bye.